Hello and welcome to Crimes Against Food. Can you believe your ears? Yes, it's true. I'm Gloria Lind. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Mia Steele. I just what? Well, you know, it's we've been away for such a long time. Just so you know, she's not wearing smoking jacket and <laughs> monogram slippers. <laughs> You've ruined the illusion. That was a very BBC Four voice. Did you like it? I I thought it was good. (laughs) I was um, psyching myself up and getting myself ready to go. If you'd like to imagine that I am wearing a smoking jacket and plus fours, you may. I I would like to imagine that I was wearing a smoking jacket. I think you should have one. Yes, yes. Where? It's my smoking jacket and plus fours. Where? Indeed. The big where? question is, where is it? <laughs> Where's your houseboy gone with your smoking jacket? <laughs> Tell the boy. Tell the boy to lay out my jacket. Um, so, hello and yeah, welcome hi. to Crimes Against Food. Today, we're going to be talking about free food. Mm-hmm. Which I think you could also say is, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Is the kind of, if this was an academic paper, it would say, Free food, and then there'd be a colon, and then it'd say, "There's no such thing as a free lunch." Yeah, what kind of study would it be, though? Um, it would probably be a sociological mm-hmm. historical study, or in fact, not hist- historical, just as, um, some kind of um, popular yeah. sociological. How how groups of people surround free food samples and free meals like zombies looking for brains? Yes, yeah, essentially. And what patterns of behaviour do they exhibit? And what on earth drives us? Yeah, to uh, to, to 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 search that pile uh, of food like bread, e- even when you're not even remotely hungry. Nay, it could be stuffed from your actual lunch, and yet if someone offers you free food, you want it, don't you? Hell yeah! Can is there is there a person out there who, if approached by a person with a, with a sample of cheese and says to you, I mean, obviously, if you're lactose intolerant, you probably yeah. would say no. But if you were approached by a person saying, would you like a sample of this cheese? Who's going to turn around a sample of cheese? No. No, you're not. I, I would distract them with questions about the origins of the cheese whilst I snatched three or four pieces. <laughs> Quickly yeah. and surreptitiously, like a, like a cheese sampling ninja. <laughs> What's that? Look over there. <laughs> so, what we're going to do is we're going to look at we're going to look at a couple of examples of the as we as we as we suggested the yeah. behaviours, the aberrant behaviours, the behaviours. Yeah. Look at us, like we like, can't, we can't like do we've this. got any depth of analysis. Which one of us is like the that? control group? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think neither. Yeah. I don't think we've got a large enough sample really no, to do it. No. Have a control group. But, um, <laughs> we'll look at some behaviours, uh, in, including uh, experiences we have endured or people we know have endured, uh-huh. yeah. and then we might be delving deep beneath into the psyche as to what drives us on. What, yes. what is so appealing about free food? That there are a couple of theories, aren't there? I mean, well, mm. for mine, my, mine circle around. One of the hugely positive things about free food and why we think about it so so kind of gladly and it makes us feel happy, just if somebody says to me, would you like a free sandwich or perhaps <laughs> baited bread, some free cake, always yeah. a big, big yes. And, you know, you don't want to seem enthusiastic, but there it is. It's a big yes. And I think it's because I associate free food with um, celebrations sometimes. Yeah. You know? Largesse. So, so, someone's catering. It's like, it's like, it's like, you know, we, we're peasants standing on the side of the road and they're flinging cake at us. Yeah, yeah. Celebrate we, with us. We just got married slash had a baby or turned 40 or something and cake's involved. So I think 
there's a kind of there's an echo of, of, of free food meaning good times ahead yes yeah sharing joy yeah wealth <laughs> you sounded so full of joy when you said that sharing, sharing. joy joy yeah. <laughs> so the reason we arrived at this subject uh-huh. is um is it inspired by me blagging a free meal um <laughs> by being some kind of internet media type isn't that hilarious? I'm an internet media type, Mia. I didn't invite Mia along for the ride, no. no. I just went and had the dinner by myself. <laughs> Probably because we both knew it would be an embarrassing experience for you if I was there. Uh. <laughs> Shrieking with delight like I've never seen a knife and fork before. <laughs> really? And this this goes in my mouth, you say? Ooh. <laughs> so bad. Of course you wouldn't have done that. I might have. It depends. Depends. depends it depends how, how what the big what the big gap was like between my sort of meal times anything more than 30 minutes and um, there's an edge of desperation in my voice oh yeah no i share that i share yeah. that so no this was this was a some fun, a fantastic event oh. there was a so there's an there's a restaurant that's opened up in leeds and they want to raise their profile and they're aiming kind of squarely like at the middle of the market and they're a steakhouse and they're called oh. cattle grid and they're in the old uh the the old round the back of the corn exchange oh Oh, really? Uh, okay, for people who aren't in Leeds, I apologise for that little bit of information there because you're going to be saying, I don't care, why, why are you telling well, me this? I'd, we've actually only discussed the fact that you went for this free meal without me, but <laughs> now I do kind of want to know if it was any good. Well, you. yeah, and it was quite an interesting thing because what happened was I saw the invite go out mm-hmm. um, and it was said it, the priority was given to bloggers and I kind of half-jokingly emailed the person who had organised this PR event and went. Ah, oh, would would I wish I could say I was a blogger, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm a podcaster, a podcast about food, mm. which you know, but another time, hey, and 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 she said, actually, that kind of counts. Yeah. So you can come. Aces, I know. And so I was with like twenty five, twenty four other f- um, bloggers, particularly food bloggers, all invited to this particular event at the Castle <laughs> Grid. <laughs> Did they rope you into a corner? Were you milling around like sheep? <laughs> and they picked on me because I was the I was the podcaster. You're not real. I was like, hell yeah. no, I'm not a real writer. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not an internet writer. I'm an internet talker, which exactly. is even which is just like the lazy, the I mean, lazy boy way. Of let, doing no, things. but a single ace is much tougher. It's it's like writing, but without the time to kind of cross cross out your mistakes. Listen to me. I can't even speak in senses, my boy. Yeah. What's happened? Oh, I mean, I should are, be a blogger instead yeah, of a speaker. Mia, there are people out there who do edit their blog their not their blogs their their podcasts their podcasts but where's the fun in that yeah because i can guarantee you that whole little interchange right there it's gonna be in it's gonna be in when we publish this podcast (laughs) sorry everyone Uh, sorry (laughs) sorry that's it you get unexplodated just just us and it was quite an interesting it was quite an interesting event because there was a little bit of a consideration about I was so delighted to secure myself a steak dinner. Yeah. And I think this is the first benefit I've got from ever, from doing a podcast. I think it needs to be the first of many such scams. I know, exactly. That's what I was feeling. I was like, damn, I should be raking in these freebies all the time. And then I was thinking, "Hmm, but actually, how do you review something where basically the owner has sat and talked to you about the business. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that my inner restaurant geek was very interested in his analysis of the business because the way he was talking about it was about his uh, about sourcing sourcing the beef, about buying the beef, about about placing yourself in the right place in the market, about 
all of these kind of things, which actually aren't your kind of restaurateur. All I want to do is no. make you a good food. It's but about, it counts now. And I think we're does. very much as a society leading towards being intelligent about our food choices and where we eat out. Yeah, and, 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 and who gets our hard-earned pound because we're making less of them, apparently. So... Yeah, and you know, and he, I think it was kind of quite, it was quite refreshing that he was mm. absolutely, and you know, myself, I just found it really interesting because, it, you know, planning a menu, planning the portion sizes, getting the position right, getting all of that stuff. And I was just sat there geeking out. And the food actually was really good. Oh. So, but it was also wasn't going to change your life. You know what I mean? It was like, it was a good. I never a really good... expect steak to change my life. Just, really? just my evening. I've, I've yeah. kind of, I've kind of had, I've had a couple of steaks where I kind of just wanted to, to kind of have babies with whoever Ooh, cooked it for. I me. once had a steak that was mostly blood, and it mixed with the cream sauce that, and it curdled. Yes. That, that was a steak that changed my life because now <laughs> I'm a, I'm a medium girl, <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there'll never be any going back after that. That, that really? horrible See, incident. See, I quite yeah. like. That, the curdling the, of the blood with not, the cream not the curdling but sometimes it mixes in and that's quite it makes a pinkish bloody sauce yeah i like it no i don't like that Sorry. yeah i like it i like like Whatever, creamy Frenchie. bloody yeah nice mm, mm. but i had it medium rare i had a i had a ribeye medium rare because obviously whenever you eat steak you need to have a ribeye and you know kind of various sundries and i ate a shed load of food and baby back ribs and and all of this shenanigans and there was a little bit of me that was looking down the table and thinking <laughs> no one else is, is no is, is, no one else's elbows out chowing down like i am <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's not what i thought peering out Actually. beneath lowered brows growling at anyone who came to are you finished with that <laughs> no it was mm. it was more i was looking down the table thinking Okay, price per head, look at the menu, which is a kind of mid-range menu. And right. actually for a steakhouse, it's pretty reasonable. You know, you can start up about £9 and you can go up to like 20, 25 quid for a T-bone steak if right. you want to be a massive heifer. Um, but I was looking down and I was thinking, okay, so per cover, you know, you could spending about, mm, I reckon you could spend about 25, 30 quid if you were having the whole deal. Um, that's kind of... For 25 people, that's, I mean, obviously, you, you know, you, you're you doing it at cost price. But mm-hmm. as a PR exercise, that's quite, quite a, an expensive uh, one. That's quite an expensive one. And I was thinking, yeah, I, I just don't have the nerve to be a restaurateur. <laughs> I don't have the nerve. Because then you're entirely reliant on these people delivering the goods and actually giving you a mention. And, a, and you see how I felt returning to the topic how i felt i needed to describe to you exactly where the restaurant is and exactly my experience and and what i had and actually it was very nice and i recommend you go there yeah it's good because there's um they put you in their debt in a way haven't they They with with, with, with the free food they've they've put put, an an onus upon you yeah they've put me in their debt for actually for writing a piece or, or for presenting a piece and mm-hmm. actually there are proper bloggers who write things which is kind of about you know 30 35 quid i'm cheap what can i say you know yeah give me give me give me a little bit of insight into how your business is run you know give me a dinner and and i think what it is is right if you give someone the cash you're only giving them the cash yeah. if you offer them free food you're offering them experience and weirdly i think we'll return to this later it's the feeling of generosity yes like little free touches make it seem really generous and somehow with food 
generosity is important at least for me like even when you go on holiday and and you're you're in these kind of mediterranean sunwash countries and it's all nice and then they bring up the digestif afterwards and they're like they slightly you know put on the table with a little gesture of oh you just have this on us that's the thing oh god no no i've got to drink that I just really don't want to drink anything else. I, I, yeah. I had had two glasses of wine. I've had a lot of sunshine, a fairly light fish supper. There's no carbs in that, and now I'm going to be really pissed. And there's no way to get out of it. And 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 yet you look back on those meals, and even though the actual the gesture itself is minimal in terms of cost, it does kind of add a little glow of generosity about it. And you do think, oh, but yeah, but they were so nice. They gave us three drinks. Exactly. Someone just have such a lovely time. They made, yeah, they they were very sweet people. And it, it gives it gives it all a slightly different um, flavour, doesn't it? And yeah. for such a small, for such, such a small, small outlay. Thing. And, you know, which is, you know, you've, I've had, I'm sure many people have had experiences in restaurants, particularly where that impression where you're charged for side dishes, charged for extras or charged for refills of things. Yes. And you start to think, I feel a bit like I'm being fleeced here. Yeah, of course you do. That's Whereas that small cost often can be can reap its rewards. It and absolutely can. I mean, that's. Hmm. I don't. I don't say I hate it, but but you do notice it in in those restaurants when you go and and you order um, a main dish and the, you realise too late it comes with nothing but the sauce literally a piece of meat or a piece of fish with yeah. perhaps a dressing or a sauce and nothing else not even a, a simple salad or rice you have to order everything separately and i'm i mean it's i suppose it's it's a mark of places i eat in mostly kind of like brasseries and things and bistros where things tend to come all together on Plated, a plate like yeah. a nice sort of family <laughs> and you're getting a good selection of what they've got what they've got to offer you don't have to painstakingly choose everything they've made they've made some decisions for you and said i think the green beans will go well with the fish today and you go, that's what you're going to have for this nice rounded price so i do kind of miss that a bit um, sometimes i have to ask for the menu again i'm like but i don't just want that i don't just want protein i'm not one of these crazy want... people on a diet i want some <laughs> something else with it i want some carbs <laughs> give me something else with that as well yeah well you know i had i had ribeye ribeye steak came with chips that sounds you see peppercorn mm. sauce because I like peppercorn, I, I, don't, peppercorn I, won't make sauce, it, yeah. I won't make it at home, can't be asked. No, so, it's good though, know. really good. I don't really, I've got a thing about the texture of steaks. I only really eat fillet steak. And I know that's a bit of a boring thing. You can see you could if you could you could you can probably see my lip curl yeah, over, disdain. Over, over the I, know, I just my problem is I don't like chew. But I th- think I think the meat should give, and 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 but, I've had really like quite old hung steaks and and things. I just think I, I've I've never really come around to it. I only like the I really see, lean. well cooked, well cooked, like a ribeye, well hung. <laughs> hey, like, like a steak that's well hung, even if it's not a fillet, mm-hmm. there should be okay. There's going to be you know the fillet is going to be the softest, but you know even a ribeye, this the, you know it's soft if it's done well and it's cooked well. It's soft, mm. it's good, and you have a little bit, just a little bit of that marbling of fat, which just gives you so much more of a soft, moist flavour. Mm, ribeye. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I I can't buy into that, I'm sorry. You, you lost me at a soft marbling of fat. Yeah, but it, this is the thing, right? Oh, 
Now we're going to get into we some steak, have a steak debate. Argument we can't about have this. a steak debate. Okay, okay. We'll save that for another time. Yeah, let's. Let's. <laughs> it would just basically be me and Mia going, no. Close off, Jenny yeah. on. <laughs> you're, you're wrong. I think you're let's fine. Grapple this out. Yeah, grapple. Okay, go. No, but I mean, I admit it's a failing because I've been told by people who eat much more steak than I do. I'm a bit of a kind of, it's a rare thing for me. I don't, I don't often have it. But um, that, that is, it's not the best kind to have. If you like me, you really ought to be having this other kind. And I, I really have tried. I have tried because I'm not a wimp, you know. I'd even give the skin on custard another go if I, if someone told me it was going to taste amazing. Stainless steel. But I'm, I'm funny about the textures of things, things, things that have too much chew or slight fatty resilience in them really put me off. Really. I know you're not anything, alone. Anything that seems a little bit like it's too much, like connective tissue and not tender flesh, and I'm, I'm kind of yeah. retching. You're not alone. It's all the t- all the flavour is love. The mm. flavour. I could tell you something and probably have you actually gagging. Was this you gnawing at a, a knuckle of hock yeah. or no, something? No, no. I I have been known if I've got if I've, if H, I've had a so, potential confusion there. Yeah, no, no. No, I I will I will chew like the fat of a sirloin. Good God. And I have been known to uh, go for a little bit of bacon rind as well oh no you mean oh Gloria don't <laughs> I just find it really upsetting I have I will cook oh no you just, I can't even talk about it anymore I have to grill my bacon so the fat burns so I, I can stand it I know yeah you've that's what Will that's, yeah. what, that, what, that's what Will's uh, that's what Will how Will, Will has, feels yeah. as well we'll probably now have a short intermission whilst, whilst Mia recovers from the horror of I that, feel, of that image. I just feel really bad my face is going all curly now I'm getting pointy face because <laughs> you've put this horrible thing in my head <laughs> anyway mm. so yeah so I had this rather pleasant experience of, of free dinner yeah. and it was and I always kind of felt incredibly lucky that I'd had it, and it felt did, yeah. like I was going. I and felt like you were I was chosen. At a party. I, I mean, was a chosen one. Too. That, that's a really canny thing for the woman to do to say. Actually, you are included because who's going to be the most grateful recipient of this of this you know beneficence? It's going to be the person who didn't think they were entitled to partake in this oh, lovely media completely, frenzy. Yeah, completely. I was like, I'm like, wow. Does this mean I'm some kind of internet media type? Amazing. Absolutely. Uh, and and so. I've had all this, and, I, and then mm. I was thinking, actually, we could make a show out of this. So there's, in one side, there's this ethical dilemma about if you're a, if you're a reviewer of food or if you're a blogger, and a blogger particularly because you know it's not it's not your day job usually. So when do you pay for things? When if you're offered free things, is it okay if you simply declare that it's a free thing and then you can write about it? I think that's kind of a generally accepted way of doing it. It's fine. You declare it's free and then you write about it. But ethically, there's a slight kind of mm, about that. How many freebies do you accept? Yeah. How much does it compromise you? How much does it compromise you? What, Gloria, if you're accepting packets of silk stockings from gentlemen callers, (laughs) I think perhaps... This is a different conversation from the day. <laughs> what can I but, say, Mia? I've got a habit, a yeah. silk stocking habit. <laughs> but given, you know, this, you, even when not in your kind of other job, you know, 
you yeah. do you are quite food obsessive and, and 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 you're more than willing to be generous with your review if if it's deserved yeah so i, I don't think it's inappropriate for you to kind of to just do that and, and also maybe and it's being a bit too po-faced to kind of go how much does it compromise me it's like for fuck's sake i mean you know i chat some i chat a bit about food yeah and but other also, things on a podcast we it's the first time you've done it so i think food dinners in and i hope a bit not hardened. the last yeah <laughs> You won't, you, you won't care. You'll be asking for the, for the you know, for a decent claret to finish the meal off with. You'll be like, what do you have in your cellar to go with my free food? <laughs> to be fair, actually, we did end up, the owner was drinking a rather nice claret and I did have a very nice glass of claret as well. Oh my well. God. So, you know. <laughs> but then I thought there's the other side of it. Yes. Which is the experiences you are willing to endure in order to obtain free food. All, we all know there's no such thing as a free lunch, which means that there is always a price. Yes. And sometimes that price is quite a nice price. You know, it's like, oh, I'm happy to do that transaction. It might be for money or it might be for a favour or it might be for goodwill or what have you. But then I thought, ah, if we're talking about food crimes, there's probably some good angles yeah, about things, things that you are, you are kind of... Kind of snippy little payments making you behave because we've given you free food and it puts pressure on you to kind of, you can't just walk out because you've already eaten their cake. Damn straight. Yeah. Damn straight. It's like, what will I, or, or I have to say, I am beholden to this one. Next week, I'm going to go to a breakfast conference thing for because of some please don't, wait a second. Please tell me this is a conference which you have no idea <laughs> of the content you're just going because it begins with breakfast is that it well well it, it could be say... for dentists couldn't it <laughs> and yet still there you are i have to say i'm not a hundred percent sure about whether the content is going to be massively useful Score. in the capacity i'm going to thanks Gloria. but <laughs> someone said someone said will you go to this and i went hey, okay and then i looked at the invitation they said coffee and croissant and i went yes <laughs> <laughs> So there is a. Will there be jams? <laughs> I don't know, but you know, if there's not jams, that's yeah. it. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. I'll turn up. I'll be sure. like, this coffee is substandard. That's it. I'm gone. Gone, yeah. man. I came. For Give breakfast. me another cup. I need to feel myself. My rage. And it's like it starts at eight a.m. How how cheaply am I bought? I'm going that's to an really eight a.m. Ridiculous. I mean, you might be really tired. You you probably give somebody a five and stay in bed for another <laughs> half an hour. Just leave me alone. I'll pay you. To be fair, like, I think there's kind of North Americans or people with children were probably listening to that going, 8am, that's a bloody lion. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. It's not for us. Not for us. (laughs) It's so early. Look, I can see the squirrels. They're still out partying the night before. It's so early. (laughs) (laughs) Or I did ask around. And similarly, um, I I asked um, another guy who, podcast and simply syndicate network and mm-hmm. jonathan one wild as his name in the forums and he said that when he was a student he used to go to alpha meetings um now you may not know about the alpha course it's like an introduction to um to a certain kind of christianity um the evangelizing kind and you know it's it's kind of all about you know asking simple philosophical questions like who am I? And uh, and introducing you to a relationship <laughs> over and with God. over again until you are reduced <laughs> to mush. <laughs> but he said, until all you can repeat is questioningly, "Who am I?" Just you know. Yeah, and, and then that he said that he 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 his housemate asked him to go, and he realised that there would be cake. 
brilliant. So he literally turned up. More than one kind, though, yeah? Yeah, and homemade. Oh, good. Homemade cake. It was a powerful... <laughs> it was a powerful motivator. And it's like... That's was, like... It, was it brother Jonathan after a few visits? <laughs> <laughs> He, he Come, kinsman, step into the arms of your, <laughs> yeah. of your brethren. Strong. We embrace he you, stayed, Jonathan. He stayed strong, but still, it, I thought that was quite. I thought that was a. Uh, it was. It was quite. It was quite cute that he was like, "Yeah, I'm totally willing. I will turn up. I will turn up, and I will listen to your presentation as long as you give me coffee. Yeah. It's okay, and biscuits. Coffee and biscuits. I mean, cake is a step up, isn't it? Cake I think is quite powerful. Cake, 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 cake has very, a more power. Yeah, if, it does. If, if it there has was more like, power in terms of free stuff. Yeah, if there was some kind of like, yeah, magnetic power of food. Imagine, okay, this is, if anyone's thinking about giving people a free food like that and, and hoping to swing some, I don't know, votes with it. Puddings. Puddings, Stuff with say. custard or stuff with ice cream. Stu- pies warmed with some single cream over Warm. maybe. Mm-hmm. Warm food. Mm. Warm food, definitely. It's, 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 it's has power. Yeah, it has strong, it has strong juju. God, I'm just (laughs) dribbling down my own chin now. Cake. Treacle, parking, parking. But then there's also the thing where if um, you're invited along to really things that you know are going to be boring. I mean, you know, a presentation that's from a colleague or something may, there might might be some benefit there to you. But what about a market research campaign? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What about a lady with a clipboard? Oh, yeah. Come in, we've got tea and biscuits. And some nice sandwiches. Oh my gosh, yeah. how much am I a sucker for that? Yeah. I love a good and bit yet, of market research. If they, if they said to you, we'll give you £5 and you, you could willingly, you could just walk into Boots or some other kind of emporium of packaged sandwiches and buy the equivalent that they've laid out for you in there. You know, it's just not as appealing, is it? No, it's not. But they, if they give you food, you'll sit and... I Okay, <laughs> I say you, I mean I. I, I will sit not, and I'm smell not... 30 different... Um, house sprays and tell them and, and and then walk around placing bottles of house spray by by various pictures of wilderness scenes shove gloria it was totally legit and i got food out of it <laughs> oh my god that's the most amazing market by various bottles of wilderness yes. it, it, it was it was brilliant i mean i at the time i was a bit exhausted because it took about 50 minutes Oh yeah, oh, I've had some of those is. in-depth ones. I once, very short-lived, in a short-lived way, um, uh, did some telephone market research um, for a job. I flipping hated it. Right. It was one, one of the few jobs I really disliked because basically you phone up people in their homes and it's it's an intrusion. They don't really want to speak to you, particularly when you're asking them questions like, "Do you think?" unnamed utility company is a socially responsible company committed to committed to its community or something like that and most people are like i don't care yeah. it gives me electricity i i don't care do you do, do you think unnamed utility company is an ecologically <gasps> resor- seriously oh, no. on a scale of one to five where five is very much so and one is disagree entirely like completely it, it was it was that like that funny. Well, market mean, research questions are bloody stupid at least when i did mine and i was walking around the room haunted by these kind of little market research ladies just looking at me like i had the answer to everything you know that day i was important i think it's where you do it if you do it in some kind of town flooded with bored people who are looking for a free lunch it's, you're nothing special but if they if they've been snubbed by at least 20 people before they ask you and you're the one person who relents Wow, 
You've got them in the palm of your hand. <laughs> Those grannies will jump through hoops. <laughs> They'll bring you endless piece of cake, with, I'm telling you. They have bated breath as she's yeah. like, she's approaching the fern background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which absolutely. spray is she going to put down? Ooh. Oh, she's, Ooh. No, no, she's picking it back up. She's picking it back she's up. She's walking away. She's gone for the poppies. Oh, my good God. Yeah, the wheat field. Always the wheat field. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, market research. It's a strange, strange beast, yeah. isn't it? It's a very strange beast. It's kind of a combination of of disturbing psychological truths and yeah. and hunches that they must work on. And the people in there, we, we were taking it quite seriously. Like there was a woman in there who was quite obviously far too busy to be in there. She was a mum. It was plain. She had like little bits of six stain on her top and stuff from various toddlers I'm sure she owned and um and there she was and she walked in all like harassed probably just wanted a cup of tea and a biscuit and to be with adults for 10 minutes and then after a while she was gripped man she could not she, she couldn't she couldn't tear herself away from those scent samples and the backgrounds she was like Ooh. Yeah. rearranging rethinking she, oh, yeah she she really took it seriously. she was going back for second sniffs and everything <laughs> Yeah, <clears throat> but, but 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 there's nothing quite like feeling that your opinion counts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I imagine it in her household. It doesn't count for a great deal unless it's just you know she just opening drawers and getting food out of them and throwing them in expectant mouths, <laughs> cleaning bums and stuff. You know, I, know, I, I kind of always want to do like yeah, food market research is one I always want to get in on. You know, I'm like, oh, I'll do some samples for you. Oh, clearly, yes, I will. Let, I'll let sit, me help you. I'll sit and I'll talk so much about this food. You're going to let me sample. The <laughs> people in the room are going to be scared. <laughs> Involve me, please. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you. Mm, I'm getting, I'm getting a little bit of a sense of uh, <laughs> you're kind of bringing out your mouthfeel wheel and your yeah. tasting notes. Well, I'm getting sense of. Uh, <laughs> Sense, sense of tar and blackberry. It's a, it's a pepperami. Yes, yes, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, on a scale of one to ten, how much bullshit do you want me to roll out for this? Because I've, oh, well, I've got some. Is a shed yeah. load. <laughs> a ten is. I just start talking now, and you're going to have to push me out the door. Shut me up. <laughs> I mean, uh, but we are like a gift. We are a gift, Mia, to market research. Yeah. We should just like, you but know. we'd be like those two people who, you know, can read the cards because they've got telepathic powers and they don't allow <laughs> them into casinos. We'd be, we'd be the two foodies that nobody wanted to have in the market research group because we dominate because everyone. The only companies so, that can afford to do market research are massive manufacturing companies who are making some heinous snack. Like, would you? <laughs> Would you would you eat this uh, this this dried this dried burger which reforms when applied a drop of water is applied Brilliant. to it you know no and no I fucking would cramming it into her mouth this is disgusting <laughs> what you're doing to the world is heinous <laughs> give me another one of those crackers <laughs> still, <laughs> still I don't know I'll need another cup of tea to think about this still drinking a protein shake that you've been hunted. <laughs> This is, I want my gummy or testicles when I have one of these. This is disgusting. What's in this? Cow semen? <laughs> I think I'll that. that. <laughs> <laughs> because you see, that is the value of it the is. free thing. And it's all about the value, isn't it? It's the value you put on it. For some reason, free food has much more value 
than um, the actual physical transaction. Because yeah. you were telling, you were saying this, I, this that fascinating little snippet that you know about about the, about the pizza, which like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, well I did. <laughs> Minimal. I, was, I, was, I was doing my research because I'm so big on research. And, um, we see normally are, we are, but this has been a very this has been a poor showing. Yeah. yeah, and um, after our erotica episode, I know heights. Oh, we can do the second half of that. At some I know. Point. I think I, we I should. Anyway, but I can't. I think maybe we need to sort of revisit. And, yeah, yeah, and refresh. Yeah. But anyway, so um, I did a bit of a Google as you do, and I came across uh, somebody's post about they were talking about kind of what it does to you, the perception of food the fact that it's free and what you'll do to get free food like mm. how much of your time are you willing to waste in order to, to get a sample of something and that is a really good point if yeah. you start to monetize everything because if, if you monetize food which is what you're doing when you're saying if it's free you're mm-hmm. monetizing the value in your head already but then if you monetize your time of course it doesn't make any sense it doesn't doesn't add up at all does it no but um so the the thing they quoted in, in in particular was they were talking about a line of people who waited 30 minutes to get a free slice of a pizza pie and um, quite apart from the fact it was referred to as a pizza pie yeah. which i find difficult it's either a pizza i, I or can see in your eyes now gloria that this this confusion that would have you queuing wouldn't it <laughs> what is it i just want to know what it is <laughs> god damn it does it have a crust i mean when i'm talking about crust i mean a dough crust uh, i don't mean a pastry crust because yeah. a pie has a pastry crust you you people and your oh, obsession god. with calling everything pies it's not yeah. pie it's a tart or it's a quiche or it's a pizza or a quiche (laughs) you are so hardline aren't you with your tart and quiche classification damn straight yeah it was wonderful (laughs) try and claw back some dignity now Laura (laughs) tart (laughs) quiche so anyway so all these people were queuing up for their free bit of pizza pie pizza Um, (laughs) it's not it's not pie it's not a pie unless um, it's made with pastry that doesn't contain yeast as a racing agent. Right, okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Victorian lady. Um, <laughs> go back to your butterfly net now. Uh, no, so anyway, let me finish, goddammit. Okay. So, all these people queued up, and the person on on this internet, whatever, this, this page. This I, internet. <laughs> you know, I found it, but out there on the, um, on the, the, the magic light lines and the pages with the pictures on. And... Fairies. They were saying the, the the actual price to buy the pizza pie slices. Sorry, pizza slices. Once it is for sale, no longer a free sample. Was three dollars, and that um you know the minimum wage being what it is, sort of I think it's six or seven. Though these people were not getting they were getting paid less than sorry, they were expending that much time in terms of money to get this this pizza anyway. Their time was more valuable than the actual slice of pizza was that by the time they'd waited for it. And so they went 34 minutes in a queue to get a slice of free pizza pie that was worth $3, but obviously probably less at cost, no doubt, much less, huge, huge markup. And um, the guy was just saying, it's, it's a huge waste of time, why, why, why they stood there? And, and uh, we made the point afterwards, if somebody offered you a pen for $3, that, was, well, that would still be worth $3 a day afterwards because it still exists, so you haven't digested it. So you're getting something that actually has a value beyond that 10-minute sort of scoffing session. You wouldn't queue for half an hour to get it. You'd walk away because it's just a pen. I know. Why, when it's a piece of pizza, are people stood around? I know, and I don't think I really have the answer to that. You know, when we were prepping for the for the show, and I was thinking, I don't actually, I don't know if I can quite fathom that, and I don't know if it's because with food you're always buying or purchasing 
more than food you know in a restaurant you're not just buying the food you're buying the ambience you're buying the service you're buying everything like that if you're buying food off a counter you're buying the convenience as well as the actual ingredients the experience the brand but you're buying some kind of hope or some kind of promise aren't you but it it is Mm. it's completely the more I think about it the weirder it gets strange it's like why would you yeah why would you why would you queue up to get some food that is worth less than you could earn in that 30 minutes of your life but i mean if if someone if someone said to me you know here just take the money you can queue up for the money you'd still say no wouldn't have to be it wouldn't have to even be an object of an equivalent of an equivalent market value they could give you the cash yeah be like do i really want to queue up for three quid no i can do without three quid yeah that's so weird. Because you would make that judgment, would you? And yet, if someone said to me, if you queue up, look at all these people queuing, you know what they're queuing up for? It's for a slice of this really new cake we've 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 baked and it's um we're getting great responses from people. What would like to know what you think? I think you should go and um and, and queue up and, and get your slice and and, and test then it. and then give us some feedback I'd and uh, like, go around and yeah. place it next to some backgrounds. If you could help <laughs> us decide on some kind of marketing campaign, <laughs> that, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it. I might queue up. <laughs> I'd be right in there. Good God, how cheaply we are bought! I so mean, che- really, <laughs> it's. I don't. I, I have to stop saying the word cake as much. Because I think I'm creating some kind of Pavlovian response. I'm I'm starting to kind of get excess saliva. Oh, you're salivating. I know. Just from saying it. And because every time I say the word cake, I'm, I'm getting a simultaneous kind of memory of what it is. And then I get a picture and almost a taste response. I know. Ping. Need to stop. Cake. Cake. Stop saying cake. that. Cake. 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 Dog meat. Cake. Dry grass. <laughs> Chewing on... A piece of sponge. That's not. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that, that was yeah. That 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 was my limit there. Teeth. Mm, thanks. Yeah, got there. I'm sorry. I'm still a little bit bizarred out by that realization yeah. of like the perceived value of food. Free food is much greater than it is. And you know, everyone talks about that effect of the free bar as well. Yes. Like if I'm offered a free drink, I find it quite hard to to uh to turn it down of course and the other thing is about getting rid of it you see at the the end of an event and i've 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 kind of you know having been involved in catering at the end of the event platters where like you've done a conference Mm. and there's kind of platters with bits of food left on them and there's part of me that's like you can't throw that away you can't throw it away i know it's free food and you're gonna like especially if it hasn't in any way been sort of um, unarranged as exactly no one's had their fingers on it at all it's a corner of the tray that's been left untouched yeah pristine i know and and Tempting. part of me is like oh well i could just fold it up in a napkin and take it home in what way is a sandwich that valuable that i need to take the damn thing home but at the same time i think i mean we are obviously we're all programmed by our parents eat that up you can't waste it people are starving i mean and and that's a good thing. That's a very sensible set of parents. You've got to, if they're going to say things like you, you, you've got to, you've got to, you know, your food has a value and it, it's a big one because people, a lot of people can't afford to eat as well as you're eating. So don't be ignorant of that. But, um, but now it does make us into sort of slightly creepy. <laughs> I know. I mean, food savers. Because I think, I, I don't think, 
I don't think everyone feels that same compulsion. I think some people find it quite icky. I don't necessarily want to save it. I just want to cram it into my mouth. Yeah, like a w- happy triangle. I want to. I want to save it and Rotten then eat num. it. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to kind of save it and then look at it <laughs> no. or preserve it. No, put good. it on my. Put it oh, on good. my. Yeah, this, you, just clarify. You're not, that. you're not doing it just for the gesture. You are intending to. I'm intending to eat it. I might yeah. just be aware that I can't actually eat it at that point in time. You know, which which I you know I, I'd have to acknowledge. Yeah, and then move along. But it's the same thing with free booze. Like if you say to someone, "Oh well, I can't actually finish this glass of wine," it's even though it's free. The, the actual physical impossibility. When can you of, not finish a glass of wine? I know. Well, That's sometimes, crazy. sometimes it's hard to believe. I know, but I have actually encountered that situation where actually I don't really want that last bit of wine, and there I have been standing by the sink, going, "Oh, I'm just going to have to tip this out." And I'm like, in my head, in my head, this little voice going, "But it's free. You got it for free." It's like, yeah, but so what? I don't want it. What's the point? Yeah. But I feel compelled it's to funny. drink it. I can I, I can do that more with alcohol than I can with food. You know, I can I can I can justify it and go. But I'm going to feel worse tomorrow. But that's because there are consequences with alcohol. The second yeah. half of a glass of wine might actually dip you over the edge and give you a stinking hangover. It, it, it could be the final straw. Yeah, I mean, with food there are also oh, consequences, yeah. but it's kind of they take hard a long to see. <laughs> yeah, and you and don't... Or, or if, if like me, they're already there. You're just reinforcing it. It's <laughs> Can like you imagine friendly if you woke, buffering. If you woke up the next morning and suddenly your bum had increased by kind of two sizes due to that extra sandwich you ate the night oh before. God, that would be sick. I know, but hell, it might, it might, it might. That, those immediate consequences might. might I'd um... be super strict. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, I would. I'd be so motivated. You'd be like, oh yeah, I don't know if I want to have that extra bum. I think I might I might just yeah. pass on that extra sandwich. I want to keep just having one arse. So yeah. I'm going to not have a cake yeah. to myself today. Yeah, yeah. I might do just it. do that. I know, but let's that, that, just, just be thankful that that kind of um, mm. doesn't ever happen, really. Okay, so there's another thing which you kind of hinted at, which I think is a really, really funny idea because I've never really met anybody who's been like this in my life. And we're talking about the professional kind of data diners. Yeah, I know. This is this is a this is a weird thing, right? I yeah. don't actually believe that they they exist. No. I I might I might I maybe I'm just massively naive, right? But I don't believe that there are women in the world who go on dates with people purely to get fed. But wait, I mean, they're very. I sort of believe it because I think I might have invented it in my head a bit, you know. And you're given a bit of an idea, and you sort of extrapolate it wildly mentally and then and then you you convince yourself of it being true um so in my head they're very kind of very slender sort of filly-ish girls you know all like flippy skirts and really good shoes and really good shiny hair and um good nails but you see this is why everything's good because they spend all their money on their grooming and their accessories and their shoes and their nice dresses and they can't afford dinner and if they didn't go out on dates and put up with bars and people who worked in finance and had awful conversations, they wouldn't eat. They, because all, all, the, all their expenditures gone on that and th- all they're doing is paying council tax and buying shoes. <laughs> so, you see, in my head, they sort of are there, but they're also a bit mystical, like... Like a unicorn. Like a unicorn or some kind of fae, callous-minded fairy. 
Yeah, a mean fairy. A mean fairy. But you see, the thing is, right, on the other side of it, I think, I mean, partly this situation exists because of a strange, a strange situation in kind of dating, dating tradition, which is that despite the fact that you probably still earn a similar, you you might, the gap between men and women's wages Mm. have narrowed but despite that, you uh, you you still find that a man will often offer to pay for dinner. Well, I think that's kind of it's a very tough traditional arrangement that's in place, and getting out of that um, assumption that the, that the man is going to pay is often more awkward than anything else. Because yeah, because you can't just say I'm just being fair. I'm, I just don't want to take you a ride because I don't really enjoy a conversation and you're boring the shit out of me. You, you can't ever say that. And so you come across as some kind of fairly militant feminist, which that offends me that I've said that. I'm, I just meant militant. I didn't, say, I didn't mean to say feminist because I love that word and it means great things and not negative things. Sorry. Sorry, myself. Sisters. Sorry, my better self. <laughs> I apologise the world. But, but it, do, it, does, it, makes, it makes you seem too, too like holier than thou and too militant and too boring and too sort of we've got to pay half for everything i know it's like it's like those people who bring out a calculator at the oh, end of a bill God, I mean, so tiresome so, yeah. and and it's just yeah and you, you don't seem like that so in order to not seem like that you can either make a gesture towards it or kind of bring it up and if if he gentlemanly scoffs at it and is all like well no, it's all right i'll get this you think well, yeah no not, you can't a, you can't you can, with grace you can't really argue that can you without no. making yourself like a complete twit no you can't you can't do that but i see i don't think that these 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 people who would suffer dinner really exist yeah and because also, because i think what happens mm. is is someone that two people go out on a date yeah girl doesn't really fancy the guy but maybe just realizes over dinner and then at the end of the dinner they have that exchange that you've just described yes and then he ends up paying she doesn't really know how to dispute it but because she doesn't want to go actually no you bore the tits off me and then the guy goes home and feels like he just paid for the girl's dinner and in, and to be and to be insulted, but it's a good job she didn't say that he was boring because that's just mean, isn't it? It would be, be, it would also be mean. It would be mean. But you, th- there was kind of that. So it left with that. Don't, don't you have Do you that, they really that kind exist? of honour thing? I mean, bizarrely, in my head, it works either way. It it basically goes, okay. There's no way you're ever going to touch me, <laughs> so I'm going to have to pay for my own dinner. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know boyfriend pay because he's onto a sure thing. <laughs> so that's fine in my book. <laughs> Call me old fashioned. <laughs> or you see cheaply bought we, we, we return we return to the uh yeah what exactly are you buying when yeah. you're 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 or what, what exactly are you receiving when I, you're receiving no, free food yeah when you're receiving free food. i have to say but, i have been bought some very nice dinners yeah I, I would i would like to acknowledge that and thank the gentleman who bought those <laughs> nice dinners for me god i don't know if i'm really i can hang on to my feminist i'm not sure how how much you can enjoy then if, if if the company or conversation if you can walk away and say i had a good evening then it's a big tick all around isn't it even if it's not in a romantic sense you can still enjoy a person's company without, without it being a big chemical sort of sex bomb yeah that's why i off. refuse to believe that these things exist because surely right you wouldn't engage to go for dinner with someone that you know that for two hours would be unbearable and if you can't make two hours at least passable you know i mean there are probably some people who you couldn't make two hours passable i did 
I did have a date once where the guy told me that um, Berlin was a city in Germany. Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. That was that was helpful of him. I I drank a lot after that. <laughs> I drank a lot. Yeah, that's about then. Is 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 is, is when I lost any sight. Is, is when I lost any kind of feeling of regret at sort of letting him buy me a drink. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Get to the bar. It's going to be a large, large <laughs> glass of red wine. The biggest, the most expensive one. The big one, the expensive bottle right up there. The one with dust on it. That's the one I want. Yeah. Thanks. Really, is it in Germany? Fascinate me some more whilst I knock this back. <laughs> Embittered, aren't I? <laughs> Berlin. Sorry. I don't know where that came from. I must still really resent the hell out of him. I know. Patronising sod. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, you see, because this is it. You see, the manners yeah. and the, the etiquette of 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 that bargain in which you enter into. Yeah, yeah it can it can all get uh, it can all go really wrong, can't it? it? It can all go it can all go horribly wrong, horribly wrong, <laughs> horribly wrong. But I mean, Sounds maybe like it's just like, death at the table. I know, no, but yeah. You see, that's the other side, of course, to the free to the free food, which is. I mean, even though I think you and I have just described mostly, right, if someone says to me, do you want some free food? I'm like, hell yes. Free food is like, I can't think of a time when I would say no. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm almost insect-like in the speed of my response to that. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that that's it being offered food free food and it's not like crap from from a bin it's somebody has prepared this this is this is probably going to be quite nice it's like a gift it's it's not even a thinker there's no point at which i make an assessment at all it's just it's an automatic thing which i don't think is just me or you i think that's everybody because it's free food i think there are some people i think i must i'm i'm sure that there are some people who go oh no no i don't want that free food but that's because they. I think I know some people who are like, yeah. I don't, because again, it's a value thing that they perceive that if it's free, then it is somehow devalued. It's slightly suspect. Actually, I have had that experience of 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 running uh, being at a community event, and we had some cakes and what have you, and some kids came in and they wanted to see what we were doing. It was like an arts workshop, and they nice. were like these these proper little little strutting kids who were kind of you know early teens, and they were looking quite you know like they wanted to yeah. throw their weight around. But the best bit was they were really eyeing up the cakes, and we were like, ah. you can you can have a cake. And it took them quite a long time to relent. Yeah, mm. because it was like, are you trying to trick me? Yeah, because it's a trust thing as well, food. Accepting food, it's, it's, it's accepting a status, isn't it? It's accepting a new yeah. way of, of things being. And I, th- I think that's, the way I, that's why I'm about dinner. I, I can't let anyone buy me food or drink if I, if I don't A, agree or be like or see respect them. For some, if, if something's off about our personal interaction, I can't do that because I think it's... It's it's too much. I can't be in their debt if I disagree. Or you also know, receiving think, yeah. receiving free food when you're actually in need of it. There's a bit of a a pride thing. In of that. course, like yeah. did you like? Um, there's been various reports that food parcels um, and services providing food to to families in actual food poverty yeah. in this country have 
because have, they've, the, the numbers the, of, 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 of are shocking up because people are people were losing their jobs and housing yeah, things and quite it's also, quickly. And it's also yeah. people on low incomes actually because uh, because inflation is rising and the cost of living is rising quite quickly mm. um are, are actually unable to provide the basic necessities for families of just like it's a fucking shocking thing in this country that that there is need for services like that and people really people saying that they will walk to the food bank to pick up their parcel and they will walk back do you know what i mean a woman yeah. a woman there was there was a report on the radio to kind of someone who was and one of the guys in the service was talking about and she said and and this woman was five months pregnant six months pregnant and she said i'll walk the two miles and i'll come and pick up the food and they when they realized that she'd walked two miles to come and pick it up they were like i think we can give you the bus fare to get on the bus back she didn't have the bus fare together to get the food but that being in that situation and saying actually i need free food that's quite a different situation yeah isn't it's it? hard isn't it it's hard to take charity yeah because it's essentially it's charity and for such a basic thing that's quite a hard and you don't ever want to think of yourself as being in need of charity and because so, such because, basic because people, need. yeah and because people people who need that kind of help in your head are always other they're always mm. to be pitied you can't mm. think of yourself in that scenario it's really hard i mean yeah because like you said earlier we grew up with people saying um yeah. Uh, there are people, there are children starving in Africa. That's yeah. the always one for a certain generation of kids yeah. is there were children starving in Africa and children weren't, there wasn't ever the idea that children might starve here no, in the UK. No. And actually there are children who, it's a different kind of food poverty though. It's not like anyone will ever starve, but people might go hungry and people might, go without the nutrients that they need and people yeah. might go without fresh food and people might go without other things sorry i'm going off on a complete tangent the other day i was in the supermarket and uh i was looking at something to buy for lunch and it would have been cheaper for me to buy a microwavable burger than it would have been for me to buy some tomatoes and a bread roll oh that is so bad do you know what i mean and that's like that's that or really to make it terrible. more balanced some cheese tomato and a bread roll to buy the components it was more expensive for me to buy that than it was to buy um you know and it, that's just a bread roll you're not talking about a loaf of bread no a, bread a family roll. size just it's that's really really scummy isn't it it's, oh, i mean we're getting back onto the old like microwaveable meats thing i know the rant the ever turning wheel of hate i know i know but it's it's just that thing about you kind of realise about being in need and that kind of food poverty. And that's the yeah. kind of food poverty that you'll be in in the UK. You're not going to be in the thing where there's no food. It's that there's food all around you, yeah. but it's not the right kind of food. And you've got a lack of options as to what you can actually yeah. purchase. And then, and then you kind of feel like you're on the end of the chain, which rem- leads me... not. It's not the same kind of situation, but there's that thing about I have to receive what I get given. You know, and I don't have a whole load of choice about yes. what I get, which I think you were telling me a story earlier about the the lady who, oh, who yeah. kind of hand me down food. Oh. Well, this it kind of is stepping into the whole religion and food thing area, isn't yeah. it? A bit, but um, my friend was telling me, and she didn't know we were going to be talking about this because she doesn't know that yeah. we do a podcast yeah, or anything. Yeah. It never came up, and um, but I asked her if, if if I could if I could tell you, and she was like, "Yeah, it's fine." She um, 
her family are Muslim mm-hmm. and they recently a couple of weeks back they had like the the first of, of, of the two Eids they had like sweet Eid and it's after the end of Ramadan mm-hmm. they have a celebration and it's it's a lot like you know we have our Christian sort of Christmas celebration and they give presents to kids and it's mm-hmm. really sort of nice time and everyone has days off work and stuff and um, then she, with, with a kind of like sort of disgusted look on her face, like, oh, it's, it's the big Eid in a couple of months. Now, she is not um, a practicer of Islam right? because she just isn't. But mm-hmm. uh, the rest of her family do. And she's fine with that. She kind of supports them in, in all their religious duties and everything. But she was saying how the big Eid is, is the meat one. And that's when they have the sacrifices made. So um, right. the, the family will pay. And it's actually, it sounds brutal, but they pay to have a proper butcher sacrifice the animal and it's an animal for every working male in each family um and it can be like a lamb or a goat say and they also um she's saying our husband sends money to pakistan and he has a butcher do it there and then the meat is given to orphanages or hospitals and stuff Mm -hmm. and everyone has a kind of you know um a pet charity or a cause a local Mm -hmm. cause in their old town that they kind of support a little bit i think that's fantastic yeah but she did say in the same way that it's seen as a big charitable thing. The meat from these sacrifices, <laughs> she she said, cross cuts with a really disgusted look on her face, like oh, cross cuts. She was like, it was not even probably butchered. They're just hunks of meat, <laughs> mystery meat, in a bag, all thrown in from different like bits of kidney, liver, bits of shoulder meat, bits of everything. Could be from either animal. So they do eat it after the sacrifice. Or, or they do eat yeah. it. It's not wasted, but but unfortunately because, and she, she said, it's just nobody appreciates it in England. There's no gratitude. She wears, um, and and there's no pers- personal sacrifice because part of the idea is that you get to know the animal and then it hurts you to kill it. Right, okay. Because you're giving something that means something. You've got, you've given yeah. it a name. She, but in here you're distanced from that and so it's not as much part of it, but they still do it. Yeah. And, um, and she said, unfortunately, that there's a sort of like, there's a hierarchy in all families, and sort of the the wealthier people give the poorer people in their family bits of meat. Right. And she, and she said, so even though they're doing that, they're sending out bags of sort of meat, and they're kind of um, they're having their animals slaughtered for them, and they're doing the same in Pakistan for extended family there and whatever else. Then from their rich relatives, they get bags of meat. <laughs> and she's like, she was just kind of tutting over and go, oh God, no, not another stew that i'm gonna to have to try and make palatable <laughs> <laughs> because and, just, and, and i was like well what's it like is it kind of is it just like sloppy? She's like, it's not sloppy it's been frozen it's been in four bloody freezers by the time i get it <laughs> some somebody's had it frozen and thought well i'll give that to this cousin and then that cousin thought well i don't need this i've got plenty and and she went, it basically it makes its way down the food chain to me and then there's me with my sort of like two kids and a husband and even though we've already done a bit, she went, there's no one we can give it to. We're the poorest. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they're fairly well off. But, uh, you know, it's all about sort yeah, of relativity, yeah. isn't it, I guess. And, um, <laughs> and yeah, she, she was just kind of saying, it's a bit of a burden because then, like, yeah. they, they're used to eating really well. Like, she spends time making really extravagant um, Pakistani dishes and they all love it. And then, that, then there's the night when they eat the sacrifice meat. <laughs> just like a big bubbling terrine of of, of unknown like yeah chunks what's this chunk mum honey i've got no idea i couldn't tell you what animal it came from (laughs) eat it (laughs) eat it yeah so so they don't appreciate it and she'd then mock and sign about sort of like what they're gonna do to make it taste a bit better yeah whereas i suppose the point is that meat somebody's gonna be grateful for that you know, yeah, the, the, yeah. the ones that are, that are in Pakistan, when it goes, it's going to the appropriate channel, when somebody needs it, yeah. you are hugely grateful. You'd be like, brilliant protein, yeah. good nutrition yeah, for the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. But, um, it's just wasted on them, you know. 
they're having having sort of chalk ices after dinner and going well this is the good bit isn't it <laughs> thanks mum <laughs> That. Yeah, the kind of burden of the the burden, sometimes a yeah. burden of generosity of that people have offered. And I'm sure we've all been the recipient of someone going, well, I've just got this in the freezer. You could take it with you. And you're thinking, I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> yeah. But that is so kind of you. But and it's really hard to say no and, and kind of and put them off in any way, isn't it? Yeah, no, I've, I've just got pretty ruthless. I'm, I'm, I'm just a bit like... I I don't know if we'll use it. I mean, why don't you keep yeah. it? Because um, we we don't we don't tend to use that um, or that. But uh, you see, because that I don't want to. But on the other hand, I have to, there have been times when I've been like, thank God for you, and yeah. you know, thank God for all these these kind, generous things that you've kind of put together. You know, if someone's made that gift, how brilliant! You like, because oh. sometimes there's been times you know, run out yeah. of food, and, oh, and God, someone's yeah. gift of of free food has been like, is marvelous, amazing. I mean, I have to say also that kind of working in the arts, there's this little bit of a running joke about com- arts conferences because it's this weird thing where most people in the work in the arts are kind of pretty underpaid um but at the same time the buffet yeah and we always do like there's always a you know press nights don't do food so much anymore but you usually do get do do at least a glass of booze on on a press night which is brilliant so basically what you have is like honestly if you've seen a group of arts professionals descend on a buffet it's like it is like vultures just literally (laughs) swoop swoop you'll have never seen anyone and move tell so you, quickly no one can knock back a glass of echo falls finest <laughs> like a few theater professionals <laughs> no it's like brilliant the bar it's like it's quickly white. we That's might never have... see it's like again <laughs> it's like dude it's echo falls even in your state of penury you can drink echo falls you know uh, no i might never eat <laughs> i haven't eaten all day i'm gonna take this home with me but it's awesome. um yeah that relative relative that relative you see the strange lure of free food yeah, raises again i don't think i've really we've really hit put our head the kind of that nailed exactly exactly no. the curious no, allure of it it's 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 animal isn't it yeah it, i mean that's how i feel about it I, I just feel like we are all programmed to want the free food <laughs> and more so than you want anything else yeah. It just is because it's, it's it's completely necessary. We can't we can't decide not to have it. And I suppose your brain is in some way making your subconscious is making this lightning fast computation and going of, well, this is something I have to have to survive. And it's being free. No competition, no jostling at the at the carcass edge. <laughs> I can go and get me some. That's fantastic. And it's not like something you can live without for another few days, is it? So maybe maybe that's part of it that you're just constantly yeah maybe the transient nature of food is 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 why it's so exciting because like the earlier example of the pen well the pen's always going to be there isn't it yeah the food might not always be there is probably more of the pen but i suppose it's only more the pen there's only more valuable in a society where food is where food is readily available as well all the time yes absolutely there is that thing of yeah imagining uh, don't you ever a complete tangent that Mm. that thing of adjusting to a uh a situation where the the food shops are not always open. Yeah, I mean, this is a complete bizarre thing to go in to go on to, but obviously it was um, 
uh, it was the decade anniversary of the Twin Towers. Yeah. Nightmare. Um, last week. And I was reading um, the Sartorialist guy, Scott Schumann, had reposted his, his, his blog post of five years ago when he was talking, when he, when he reminisced about the original day when he was in New York when it happened. And he was talking about being in a supermarket and people panic buying. And, and one man saying, why is everyone buying all this? And he was like, we're on an island, you know, and, and if things get worse, you, you, that's all he had to say to me. We're, just on, we're on an island. He said it was deathly silent. And the supermarket people are bundling the staples, canned goods, water, as much as they could get into baskets. N- nobody spoke, nothing. And, he, and, he, and he, apparently, I think he also said that somebody dropped a can of something and the noise just made them all stop like startled deer in the middle of the aisles. Everyone was petrified. So I think that's what it does. It reduces you, doesn't it? It makes you very, very basic. Yeah. The drive to just have what what you need to I have. Because I've never really understood panic buying, but then I've never really understood stockpiling. No. But that's because I've always lived in plenty. Yeah. I've never actually gone home. I've it's, never known true hunger. No. no go- I mean, I've yeah. known inconvenience and having to wait a yeah. bit. Perhaps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I've never known. I've no. never known true and hunger. I, I think I'd find it very difficult to believe in that leap, e- even if something happened and you were able to kind of in- intellectually, you know, process that and say, okay, well, now's what I need to do. I- I've realised it's what I need to do. I wouldn't really believe in it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't believe in the whole. I have to get as much food as possible. That's going to last as long as it can. Yes. Within my grasp, and keep it. Yes. And not share it. Yeah. With strangers. And I must do that right now. I, I'd think about it, but I wouldn't really believe it because I, I'm a bit of a sort of dreamer. And, um, and I find it hard to sort of deal and with And also to adjust, adjust yeah. to the, I mean, it kind of returns and to... And it's a huge leap to go from what we're used to. And yeah, and it returns to that. I mean, there's an, there's an earlier show that we did um, about food security. Yeah. And, and, and that, and peak oil and peak food. And, and there is that thing of, because there's that whole thing of, because supermarkets... Their 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 logistics are so smart that they they operate on very very short delivery times mm. and actually they don't overstock especially on fresh food. So if there actually anything did go wrong and the truck stopped coming, there wouldn't be any more food very quickly. Yes, because of the way that supply chains work and because of the way that food food is shipped in it's it's adapted to be massively efficient so that you get the freshest food in at the time with the least cost but it does mean that if if anything ever happened you know that 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 food would start going very fast which is why you start to understand the Mm. tin hat you know tinfoil hat brigade and you know you start thinking well maybe i do want to stockpile some cans it's very difficult to realize the possible kind of precariousness of your own life yeah when you're in such a sort of secure place and England is a really secure place to be, isn't it? Most of the time we yeah. don't really deal with like no, a we, lot that people have to deal with. No, I mean, social even, security even, is, 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 is just a part of that. You know, we've always got a safety net yeah. to, to at least eat. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. there you go. You see, but, but yet still free food remains a powerful. <laughs> so, listen, I think we've totally justified sort of, queuing out for free cake yeah actually that's, that's we are just aware of yeah. the precariousness yeah. of our situation damn i feel almost poetic that i know was, that was beautiful. that was a wrap that yeah. was a wrap right there so i think we yeah, yeah. i think we can honestly say we're gonna we are gonna little tie it up there yeah. i like it 
That's nice. Marvellous. Yeah, well done us. Hurrah. Yeah. So, um, so I, I've, I have been Gloria Lind. Yeah, I'm, I'm still Mia Steele. Thanks, Gloria. <laughs> you sound like you're about to be vaporised. <laughs> and then I ate that. her. I'm the mum. <laughs> and, uh, and, and this has been Crimes Against Food. Indeed. And uh, we're, we're on the Simply Syndicated Network. You can uh, find us through iTunes if you're listening to us on that. Or you can go to simplysyndicated.com, uh, click on uh, Shows, and you can find our, our page with loads of stuff. Oh, we are also on Facebook, which I occasionally remember. We've got a page on Facebook. Did you know that? Get out. Uh-huh, yeah, oh, no, have. I know. I think I like it. I liked it. Did it's you like because it? Because I just thought... That's the feeblest bit of self-promotion I've ever done. But it's all I can really bring myself to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just kind of, I find it all a bit sort of... It's a bit weird. Yeah, a bit weird. weird. But um, But still, I like it in a real sense as well as liking it in a Facebook sense. Yeah, yeah. it's good. We like it. And there's also also some forums which have been sadly neglected recently. So uh, any... Any particularly corkers of yeah, uh, on there and abusers. things things <laughs> I suffered for free food. I'd love to hear it. I say, I, they make me laugh basically. Yeah. Those stories, but yeah, it's been it's been good chatting. Nice to hear from you. Yeah, hear from you. Hear Thanks. from us. Thanks. Thanks. It's great to be back, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>